the ZM Podcast Network. Uh, she's just wrapped up a Kiwi summer. She has played Rhythm and Vines and she's played Golden Lights Festival. And now she's back with brand new music. Please welcome to the show one of our faves. It's Biggie Hill. Yay! Thank you for having me. What a lovely intro. Oh, Biggie. Our pleasure. You have no idea. I'm fizzing from the rear that you're here. <laughs> I think you should go and have that checked out. <laughs> I would too, yeah. I've got it booked in for next week. Mate, you are one of my all-time favourites. I've followed you for years and years. I was at Golden Lights. It was one of the best days of my holidays. You are a staple here in New Zealand. What was it like getting to play in front of the Kiwi crowds? Oh, I mean, it was such a joy. I think more than anything, I just felt so lucky to be there. You know, I think it's um, I think it's mad that you can take a plane flight for 26 hours onto the other side of the world and you can have a crowd reaction like that. Like I've never been here before. I've um, you know, I've never played any any festivals or any kind of shows. So it was really it was really beautiful to turn up and to have the welcome mm. that I did on that stage at Rhythm and Vines um, and Golden Lights. It was it was really, really special, um, and, and I don't think I'll ever really forget it. A lot of Kiwis learned about you for the first time through Afterglow. It's which the is, unofficial anthem here yeah. in New Zealand. Did you have any idea it was as big here in New Zealand as it is before you got here? I'd heard that it was the New Zealand unofficial national anthem. Yeah, but I didn't quite realise how many drum and bass DJs had been going over there and playing it and making a load of money when I was so <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough like, news. I'm glad I got over there. I, I think, was like, uh, damn, you boys have been cleaning up. I think Wilkinson <laughs> has voice. booked five Rhythm and Vines headline sets off that song alone. I think you're right. Like, here I am. And yeah, I think I think Wilkinson's manager said, "Do you want to take it out of your set and sing it with Wilkinson?" I was like, "Are you mad? <laughs> I've never been there before. I've never sang Afterglow. It's the unofficial national anthem. There is no way I'm taking it out of my set." You're like, that is mine forever yeah. and a day. Yeah, good on you. One of my favourite things about you, mate, is that you write a lot of your own songs, most of your own songs. The new song, Never Be Alone, I'm obsessed with it already. I have heard that you were planning on writing a song about your dog, Piggy. Is this the song that's about Piggy? <laughs> no, because she's been alone for the last month, thanks to oh, you guys. Thanks Bless to her us. heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> What's the song about? Can you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, so me and Karen Paul, we wrote it when um, we had just... So I got sent it by Salado. Um, I was... It was around the pandemic, and actually I was asking people to send me... I was asking a couple of producers to send me some instrumentals because I was bored and I hadn't written any music for a while. Um, So Mark sent me uh, the original... The original... um, instrumental and went over to Karen's house and we wrote um we wrote never be alone on one day and we wrote wow. work by Alesso and Zara Larson on the other day far um, out that's a productive day that was about I don't know what was in our coffee those days and on the third day Becky Hill rested yeah <laughs> listen Becky Hill never rests um but yeah so we wrote me and Karen wrote that record and um it, it I loved it for so long and actually this year last year I started putting it in my festival sets 
And um, I could see people really enjoying the record, but I, I always felt like there was something missing from the production. And that's when Sonny Federa came on and changed the record entirely and made it sound completely different. And um, as soon as I heard his record, his version, I fell in love with it even more. So, um, so yeah, shout out Sonny Federa. I can't, I don't get to say that a lot about producers that they've, they come on and they change the, the record and, um, but Sonny really came on and did his thing on it, and and I and I think he did an amazing job. Sonny is an Aussie, right? Aussie bloke. Yeah, he's from Adelaide. And are you an Aussie at the moment? I'm in Sydney. You're yeah. in Sydney right now, and you've just done a Kiwi summer, and now you're an Aussie. Bree's an Aussie. I'm a Kiwi. Uh, who do you like better, Kiwis or Aussies? Oh. Um, I mean, b- both of you guys have very British British culture. Yeah. That's what I- my head around yeah. it's, like, it's britain everywhere it's hot britain <laughs> it's hot britain and it's like it's new zealand is like wales and cornwall but just everywhere okay which is really nice yes um and sid i mean sydney in particular is like a clean new york okay oh i like that like people are more polite than new york yeah who are the looser crowds the aussies or the kiwis um i would have to give it to the aussies i think really Yes, I really? mean, is I that a we, good thing? I thought we were a, I thought we were a shoo-in for that, but okay. Well, we do the shoeies, and you do the shoeies. Have you yeah. been forced to do a shoey yet, but, uh, darling? You would never catch me doing a shoey. Thank <laughs> God. Thank good. Good for you, by the way, because a lot of people succumb to the peer pressure of a dirty oh. shoey out of the crowd. Mm. I knew you were too ladylike for that. Yes, thank you, darling. She's she's got dignity. Hey, Becky, I need to ask you about something because I'm a massive fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. And, of course, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, in my opinion, the best version. Your song, Remember Me, was on last season. What was that like for you, mate? Funny story about that. You didn't I know. Was one of the guest judges <gasps> of that episode. And what happened? Because I think it was Sophie Ellis-Baxter that was ended yeah. up being there. So I turned up. I, we drove an hour and a half out of London and turned up at this recording studio, right, and... Um, I literally had a sip of coffee and I did a COVID test. Now, no. coffee and COVID tests don't go together because it came back positive and they sent me home within 20 minutes of being there. But did you have COVID? No. Really? The, the, co- the coffee gave you a false positive on the COVID test? I've never heard yeah, of that it's, before. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Wow. So they had to find somebody else. Mate, how gutted were you? I was, I was, I was quite annoyed. Yeah, mm. that's why I do all my COVID tests rectally. It's safer that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went. We offered to go to a to an like a the the, the more official one. Can't remember what they're called. Yeah, now. yeah. They just um, didn't want to take the risk. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I'll have another opportunity to do that with oh, another record, mate. As if you won't, every single song of yours is a stone cold banger. I'm sure they'll get you on the next season. Thanks. Um, have you been approached by Kiwi promoters and DJs to get back here for another summer? I'm sure you'll be you'll be back down this part of the world sometime soon. Well, we did make we we did make friends with the um, with the promoters from Golden Lights and River the Mavines. Yes. Um, they took me out for lunch. In fact, I think one of them came over to Sydney to see my Sydney show, which was really sweet of them. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah i think it's going to be the start of a really beautiful relationship and hopefully um hopefully the start of coming over here and playing more so it's a huge drum and bass scene here in new zealand and i'm did you did you hook up or meet with any of the kiwi drum and bass producers did you meet the lee matthews boys no, I didn't actually. Okay. Um, no, I'd, I'd obviously I'd seen Subfocus and Wilkinson. Yes. Um, and said, but I can I can see them anywhere. Really, yeah. that's that's my problem with them too. I still <laughs> <do>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, well, we're um, stoked that you have uh, new music out. We're stoked that you're on the ZM playlist country, uh, currently, and it was epic to have you here in New Zealand over summer. So thanks so much, and hopefully we do see you again soon. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for supporting my new single, Never Be Alone. It really means a lot that I'm like out here and like being played with you guys. And thank you so much for giving me the time to um, to, to speak to you guys. This is um, this is really great for me. So thank you so much. Mate, this has been such a, a big one for me. I've loved you for so long. And mainly because of how amazing of a musician you are, but just because you're a good bitch. So we appreciate your time. <laughs> Come back and see us. Yes, mate. Good bitch. What a GB. Stay off the coffee and COVID test. Thanks, Becky. Hell, good to talk to you. you. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. ZM's Brand Clint. On Insta, Facebook, TikTok, and live weekdays from three on ZM. Feed by KFC. Get the full menu delivered to your door with the KFC app. Play ZM. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.